episode of zing this you got me zinger and i'm ellie and you got me berg so i know you read the title of this episode and yes we will discuss the like us the like a production of paranorman but before we get there eric feel like i should give you the floor for a minute with the, <laughs> <Whatever> with, <for. laughs> with the Nintendo announcements, because I don't think we've discussed, like, Smash character, much less the other announcements. So I want to give you a moment, because I want to see Ellie's response, because, Ellie, what are your thoughts on any of the Nintendo announcements recently? Huh? Exactly. <laughs> I want to see her response to one of them. So, sir, the floor is yours. What's going on with Nintendo coming up very shortly? Like, very shortly. Uh, well, like, maybe by the time you listen to this, it will be a thing. It actually will be a thing. So, uh, back in late September, they had a Nintendo Direct, which was probably one of the best, if not the best, Nintendo Directs ever. It was, like, just not a dull moment. Chock full of announcements. And within that 40 minutes of all sorts of amazing announcements, uh, they announced two sort of further presentations. The, the final Smash DLC character. And a Animal Crossing direct about a new expansion. So um, last week we got the announcement of the final Smash DLC character, which yes is due out, I believe, tomorrow night as we're recording this. So by the time you're listening, it'll be he'll be out. And that is our buddy Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Yay! Did anyone guess it? A million people. <laughs> a million people wanted him. One person on 4chan posted and said i work for disney on their music side and i have been getting music for a, for a nintendo presentation that will be october 5th and this is posted back in july and everyone just oh. kind of brushed it off and so it was posted and i remember this being pulled up a few weeks ago and going oh and i was like well it could be anything but yeah and it's sorry and he's pretty cool looking <clears throat> they you can tell they i mean the only disney reference is on his keychain, the Mickey Mouse uh, keychain key on the bottom of the keyblade. That is the only Disney reference. Like, there's no Donald or Goofy, anything like that, but I still think that's quite all right because he is sort of a cool, like... He's a Square Enix character, but he is also a Disney character, mm -hmm. so I do think that was a really cool thing for them to, to pull off and to be able to bring to uh, Super Smash Brothers, which is already just such an amazing... Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is already such an amazing game full of crossovers that you never thought possible. So the fact that we're kind of getting essentially a Disney character in there is pretty cool. Ellie, thoughts? I know you're not a Smash fan, but thoughts? I mean, that's that's awesome that he's in there. I love the Kingdom Hearts games, so... On that note... And yes, Kingdom yes. Hearts games are also coming... They're also coming to to switch uh it's i think it's just the cloud versions but it's like the definitive versions of one two and three that have all the or whatever the big collection is that has like everything plus the remake of the the dream drop distance and the 528 over 748 days over the moon king sun gamma ray or whatever it's called 
like all of that whole thing is coming to switch it's all cloud-based but um which is weird because i think everything besides three could probably run on the switch but eh, what do you know what are you gonna do Eh, it is what it is i i was like oh that's interesting and that's different um as for Sora being the character cool i i i mean i like kingdom hearts I had nothing against them using him, but it was just one of those things where, like, I didn't know where they were going to go. And I'm like, no one's going to be happy with anyone they pick. I know there's going to be people <laughs> that are going to hate it. So it's just how much are you going to hate it is the thing. And I'm honestly, pr- the, go the, ahead. for the most part, the response online has been pretty good, too. Like, even the people who didn't really want Sora, like, I really wasn't like, I was like, I feel like they're not going to get any Disney references. And that's going to make Sora a kind of boring character otherwise. But he was really cool his intro trailer was awesome and really he looks like a really fun character to play and because they got that it's just the little mickey mouse head but the fact they got that in smash is awesome i think that's a really really cool nod that hey yeah this is this is a little this is a very special thing so plus he has a timeless river skin which i think is pretty cool yes yes that 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 one is a cool skin for him um there is more announcements though that i'm while I'm excited about Sora, there's something else that's on the horizon that I'm a little bit more giddy about. So go ahead, sir, with the... Well, wait, oh, I there's, bet you're also there's, talking there's about... two more announcements, technically. I guess you're talking about the... Uh, I guess you're talking about the, the Doom Guy skin in Smash as well. So, wait, there is a uh, Doom Guy <laughs> skin? Uh, yeah, for uh, for the Mii Fighter. Uh, Doom Slayer is going to be one of the Mii Fighter costumes in, in this last DLC update. I didn't know that. I was being... I. I thought you were being sarcastic or something because nope. um, I don't know why my um, my playlist for the gym has randomly picked like it's a song where it's like um, Isabel and Doom Guy. Like, oh it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 that one everyone thinks of, and it's yeah. like randomly will pop up while I'm at the gym, and I'm like not skipping this. <laughs> um, but no, I, yeah, I, no, I thought you were being sarcastic. So nope, I'm dead serious. It's very it's very cool looking. Like, I definitely will be. Um, getting that as well so i'm uh, very cool but uh yes so anyway uh also during that direct they they because people have been wondering like animal crossing we haven't gotten any significant updates in a while there's gotta is this game dead in the water because they said there's gonna probably be at least a couple years of updates and so the biggest one of the biggest requests had been for brewster the pigeon who owns a coffee shop and um this trailer starts and you see a villager in the museum walking into a coffee shop there's a little sign with brewster's head on it and then when they walk in it was like oh hey there's going to be an animal crossing direct coming up soon um tune in and nobody knew when it was and they announced it they're like oh it could be friday the 15th so people were like all right this thing is 20 minutes long they're certainly not going to talk about brewster for 20 minutes and sure enough they started the thing off talked about brewster for about one minute and then the remaining 19 minutes proceeded to just just vomit adorable amazingness on us and just announced this huge update with like new villagers and tons of new furniture and like a new like shopping area on Harv's Island and all just like new plants, new just crazy things. Uh, uh, Cap'n, who is a Kappa villager, he is making his return and he can take you to like special islands, all this stuff like that. And that was the first, like, 12 minutes. She's going through all this stuff, and everyone's like, man, this is crazy. Why does this sound like it's wrapping up? Because um, there's still, like, eight minutes left. And then they revealed uh, the paid DLC that is coming, which is Paradise Home Designer, I think it's called. And basically, it's a 
it's Happy Home Designer, which is a 3DS game that was based around uh, designing villager houses. It's basically that as an add-on to Animal Crossing uh, that you can play, that you can pay for and buy. And it's a whole like you have this this archipelago you go to, and it's got different islands with like deserts and forests and Arctic uh, icebergs and stuff like that. And different random villagers will come and be like, "I want you to design a house for me." And there's just like hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of new furnitures and stuff like that that you can use to design these houses and there's like empty buildings where it's like you can design a school in this building or you can design a hospital in this building or uh all sorts of things so they just kind of blew it out of the water like everyone is legitimately excited for this massive animal crossing update so yeah we got that coming up in a few weeks so Well, all great announcements. You've still missed the one thing I'm actually excited about. Which is... Trying to think what that is. Ellie, would you like to take a guess, even though you have no clue about any... Oh, wait, would this make you go back and play some Animal Crossing? These expansions and all this? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I need to get back to it, too. Yeah, I haven't... Yeah, I gotta get back and... I just... It's one of those, once I get back into it, I'll play it like daily but it's just getting back into the swing of things with it um the nintendo the the plus service or whatever it's oh yes yes and that yes uh, i'm glad you brought that up yes uh so the dlc for animal crossing is 25 dollars, but if you get the expanded nintendo switch online service that includes n64 and sega genesis games that comes with it as part of it so that will make you, if you have like, like I have the single plan. And so that will bump it from 20 to 50 a year. And then the but for me, like, I mean, that's just an extra $30. I would have already paid the 25 anyway for the thing. Plus I was, I'm like, I'm totally willing to pay for playing in 64 games online with people like some Star Fox 64, Mario Kart yep. 64 online with people. Totally going to be awesome. A lot of now, this is something there's been a lot of backlash about. A lot of people are really mad about the price increase. I think a lot of it has to do with people who aren't Animal Crossing players because that That's doesn't include seen. the DLC. Yeah, a lot of if you have, if they're like, yeah, I think here's the thing. I think Nintendo has not said anything. And think about the past few years that we've had paid, you know, our twenty a year. We've gotten several games for free from Nintendo that we can mm-hmm. play, such as um, like Tetris ninety nine and Pac Man ninety nine stuff like that. I think that A, we're going to get some more game services, and B, I think more games will come with DLC that's included I can if you that. have the service. And I think they're going to do more games maybe like this that are like strictly only part of the service and might even be like more than just like here's some here's a Tetris Battle Royale game or whatever. Like I think they're, they're, there's a chance we could get some more like games that are like they're strictly strictly online, but. They're part of the, uh, but they're included with your your uh, subscription. So I don't know. I nothing's been said beyond that. I, I'm not sure, but I think I think there's going to be more to it than just like, hey, here's two new systems and um, here's here's DLC for one game that not everyone plays, even though it's like the second most sold Switch game ever. But first one's Mario Kart, isn't it? No, it's Smash. Yes, no, it's it's oh. Mario Kart. It is Mario Kart 8 and and Animal Crossing. It was that the last uh, quarterly earnings meeting or whatever. It was right on its heels. 
it was animal crossing was within like a bit like like under a million i might have even been a lot closer than that but it was it was closing in so i think the next one it might overtake it but maybe not i don't know everyone everyone likes mario kart so apparently i need to get back to playing that more too uh no i'm i'm very excited for all this um definitely excited for the nintendo aspect of getting the 64 games um i know the ones i've listed are both the zelda games and Star Fox, which while wanting like remasters of those i know that's probably never going to happen so this is the next closest thing is to be able to play it in hopefully better quality than i have in the past yeah, right <laughs> I, I say that very skeptically but we'll, we'll we will see how that turns yeah. out i um, did snag be, because they also along with that um they're offering nintendo official nintendo in 64 and genesis controllers that are like switch controllers and can connect and i did i was able to snag an n64 controller so I, that's I, gonna be cool pondering if i want to because i kind of do but i kind of don't i'm like i feel like i might actually get better use out of it if i can like just use a regular controller because i'm like i for i forget how awkward than it the 64 controller is but how perfectly it works for a lot of the games too yeah like yeah especially with thing. like a lot of games because a lot of the games like i think about last year when mario 64 came out as part of that mario collection and because that used c buttons for the camera it was terrible using a control stick trying yeah. to control cameras that were done with buttons like i had a, always had an awkward time with it when i tried playing it on the n60 or on the um switch i mean when I, I never had a problem playing it as a kid so it might be easier to do but if i wasn't able to get one i'd be fine but like, i was i was able to snag one so uh, i was very happy about that all right uh anything else nintendo related before we move on um i mean th just going back i know we never really talked about the direct but there were a lot of really good announcements in there uh especially we finally got our first Final look at Bayonetta 3, which was announced almost four years ago. We Ooh. finally got to see it. That was kind of the, the that was the final like one last thing uh, at the end, and it was it was, looks really cool. So I'm very excited for for Bayonetta 3 to finally. It said 2022 release date. Um, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, uh, like uh, Kirby's getting an open world or not open world, but a 3D game. Oh, um, that's right, the 64. That looks that really cool. The, it, the 64 thing has the Kirby game that I remember I used to play a lot when I was younger. Yeah, which I never played that. I've always wanted to play uh, that one, so that'll be fun to play. It was a random one um, like my dad played a lot of for like no apparent reason. Like he, <laughs> he, he got... My dad got really into that and Star Fox. Like randomly yeah. those two games for the 64 like he would play a lot of. So it was it, it, it was a weird moment there where he would play... Like I'd come down the stairs and he'd be playing the 64 and I was like, oh hey... It's like weird. Um, so yeah, moving on now, moving on. So in the, I guess, two year now tradition of Zingness, we will be discussing a stop motion animated movie that has a Halloween-esque theme. I guess we can say Halloween-esque theme because Nightmare Before Christmas as been determined last year is both a Christmas and halloween movie even though i say it's a thanksgiving movie because that's the perfect time to watch it you transition it's a transitional movie we have uh like 2012 stop motion animated 
dark fantasy comedy horror movie, Paranorman. So, before we get into our reviews of it and our quick little discussion, um, Ellie, don't look at the screen for this, but uh, Eric, fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, yay nay in your opinion. Uh, do you think it's not your opinion of the movie, but do you think it has a fresh rating, yay or nay? Yes. All right, Ellie, fresh rating on Rotten Tomato, yay or nay? Does this, does this have a tomato? Yes. All right. It has a 89% on the tomato meter, which means certified fresh audience score, 72. So... Who here had got to enjoy this for the first time? Because I also feel that another fun thing is I never watched Nightmare Before Christmas, so it was my first time. I know mine <laughs> and Ellie's answer, so Eric, I will let you go first. Your yes, initial this thoughts was, on this. This was my first time seeing it. I uh, you, you texted me a few days ago and you're like, have you seen Paranorman? And I'm like, I have not. And you're like, you know what's coming next? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. And I, I don't know how this ever slipped by my radar because it's right up my alley. Like I love, I you know, mentioned on here, I love animation. I love stop motion. Um, and I, I got to never... stop you for a quick second, Eric. Ellie is gloating right now because <laughs> she made a comment. About... I actually said those exact words. I'm like, Eric, I would be very surprised if he does not love this movie because this seems like something that's right up his alley. I said those exact words. And I said, that's weird. I don't remember there being any poop emojis in the movie, but I could be wrong. Sorry. Continue, um, Eric. Yeah, so I, uh, so yeah, yesterday afternoon, I was just sort of like, I'm going to watch it. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was awesome. All right, that is. I have to say thank you for choosing this to be the episode, <laughs> so I could finally get a chance to watch this because this completely, like I said, for nine years it slipped under my radar, and uh, I'm glad I watched it and I liked it very much. I don't remember what caused me to stumble across this, <laughs> um, because it it was something I stumbled across a while ago. Like it was like it had to have been like 2015 ish. So, sometime earlier on with this, and this was something I put forth to you, Ellie. Mm -hmm. I was not around when you went and watched it, but could you give your impressions of your first time watching it? And also your thoughts of, oh god, he's giving me another movie to watch. This was prior to the podcast where she was contractually obligated to watch Garbage. <laughs> and I just recommended Garbage to her. So, um... Actually... When you first recommended it to me, I didn't think I would like it. I, I remember going, ugh, I don't know. It looks kind of whatever. But I, I loved it. Mm -hmm. The very first time I watched it, I thought it was amazing. I loved... I don't know. It was just very well written. It was witty. Um, I want to get into how witty it is later. Oh, it's way. great. Um, and, and it's... It's dumbed down enough, um, I don't want to say dumbed down, um, it's, it's not scary enough to where, like, it is still okay for kids to watch, mm -hmm. but it's Because our, our, our younger ones did watch it Yeah, they you. watched it earlier today. Um, but it has so much wonderful gems for adults. So oh, it yes is... Yes, it does. Yes, it is, it's a great movie. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. I... This, like I said, I cannot remember the origins of how I stumbled across this, but it's just something I watched and was like, this is great. And yeah. I 
I have a weird affinity for stop motion. Like, it's something, like, I never would be like, this is, but it's like, it's weird because a lot of stuff I like does have stop motion in it. Which was, once again, odd why Nightmare Before Christmas always eluded me in the sense of something to enjoy. Um, also, I, as I say, I do realize that, that, that the current trendy thing is Squid Games, which I have not watched. <laughs> Eric, where are you at with Squid Games just for the update? I, I finished it a few days ago. Yay or nay? I loved it. I thought it was great. Great. Ellie, where um, are you? I'm almost done with episode three. Yay or nay? Oh, so far I am dying. I love it. It's awesome. I, I cannot wait for you to watch more, and I can't wait for you to get him to start watching it, too. <laughs> yes. Well, so he's going cool. to he's gonna have to for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, here, here's the funny thing. This, this is slowly turning into one of those shows like Breaking Bad or like Lost, where everyone yeah. will not shut up about it. So it yeah. makes me instantly go, well, not going to watch that. And I guess since you guys are pointing out the episode potential, that's the that would pull me in. Getting back to Paranorman, though, um, I just I just wanted to mention that just just so everyone knows why we have not done a Squid Games episode yet. Yet, also, I keep on accidentally watching that one game. I mean, that one episode of SpongeBob where Squidward plays football or something. I don't know. Terrible joke. Moving on. Oh my god. So this is the second full full length movie done by Leica. If you are not familiar with Leica, and I'll get into the story and some stuff like that, I just want to have this nice little classroom discussion real quick on Leica. Um, they are an American stop-motion animation studio uh, that does feature films. They have done uh, five in total as of the time of this recording. Does anyone know all of them off the top of their head? Because I would have missed one. No, sir. All right, Eric, do you have a guess? I do not. I know I've seen at least one or two of their movies, but I can't remember what all they've done. All right. So I thought Paranorman was their first movie. I thought it was. I was wrong on that. Okay. Their first movie was Coraline, which is an adaptation. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Which is an adaptation of a Neil Gaiman uh no, I I, I want to say short story because it's not. That I long. love Coraline. So I wanted to do Coraline Same. instead of Paranorman, but I couldn't find it streaming, and I didn't want to be like, and I didn't know where a copy was. I didn't want to be like Eric, go rent oh, it or something. Okay, so that's why I skipped it, and I was like, wait, Paranorman. Their second one was Paranorman. Third was the Box Trolls. That's the one I haven't seen or haven't heard have, much yeah, about. Yeah, I have not seen that one. Um, I remember hearing about that, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Their next one, which is one I need to watch, like this one is like one of the critically wise. It's like the best, and to show critically wise, why it's the best. Tomato ratings on it, ninety-seven percent. It's pretty high for tomatoes. It's Kubo in the Two Strings. It's oh, very good. I haven't you've, seen you've that. You've seen it? I haven't seen that one. Yeah. I, I haven't seen I'd that one. I'd have to watch it again for an episode, but it's really, really good. I it, It's probably going to be a little bit before we do it, but I've, I've wanted to see, see it. If I we just, did it, yeah. I just... It's it's gorgeous. Yeah, and, that, and, that's, and that's the thing with all these. They're very beautifully done. Um Coraline, like I said, I want to save anything from that for an episode discussion because I feel like the way stop motion is done and the way that was done perfectly. Because after reading the book, after seeing the movie, it does a great job. 
Um, the final one at the time of recording is Missing Link, which is the one oh, where yeah. it's Bigfoot and everything. Sadly, did not make that much money, though. Like, it's sad the amount of money that made versus other stuff, but it's got a cast. It's got Hugo Jackman. I haven't I mean, it, seen that one either. Uh, Stephen Fry, uh, Zach Galifianakis. It's it's got a ton of great. It, it's it's really good. It's really good. I just I just don't understand why it does not have as good of a following hmm. or did as good as the other ones because okay. it is phenomenal. And as for like the stop motion and the way it looks, it looks amazing. Oh, Emma Thompson's in it as well. But when did uh, it come out? Uh, two thousand nineteen. Oh, oh, it was and... 19. At first... Go, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I don't know why I was... I was At first, I was like, maybe it was because of the pandemic, but I couldn't remember. If it, I was like, no, this might have been before that. I think I was... If I remember correctly, it might have been like one of those late summer movies where it's sort of like kind of the end of movie season or yeah. that, or it was like going up against like Star Wars or whatever when that came Just out. Just like when, horrible uh... timing. <laughs> well, we'll speak yeah, it was, of it was like It was like timing. going up against something huge. <laughs> we'll speak of some horrible timing later, by the way. Um... <laughs> Also, the um, dreamboat that is Timothy Elephant is also does a voice in that. I say that because, um, once again, him being in The Mandalorian, second like he takes off that helmet, sitting there, sizing up. Um, he is quite a dreamboat. Yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say that. Just just, just throwing that out there. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, that's, that, that's great, but it all had to start somewhere. So it started with Coraline. The next follow-up was, of course, Paranorman, which now we will jump back to. Now, um, sum up the story real quick before we get into like favorite moments, stuff like that. The film, uh, in the film, Norman, a young boy who can communicate with ghosts is given a task of ending a 300 year old witch's curse on his Massachusetts town. I think that's the easiest way to sum this up. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I said, great. It's, it's, is it around Halloween or is it just? Halloween-y, because I can't remember. I know there was the play where at first I was like, maybe it's a Halloween play, but then I was like, no, I guess they're presenting this more as like it's a historical yeah. thing, because yeah. it seemed very Halloween-y, but then I was like, no, I don't think they ever specify that it's Halloween. I don't think it does either. I think it's just, I think I just assume it's around Halloween, but it's also right. one of those like old English Massachusetts-y towns that just looks like from everything from Halloween, like the... um treehouse of horror episode where marge is a witch it's the whole town looks right. like this town <laughs> does just back then um so ellie i'm gonna hit you do you got you got got your top three favorite moments or anything off the top of your head no do you got a favorite moment off the top of your head yeah all right go for it um <laughs> the um the bathroom scene where um, he's, you know, he has the bully Alvin or whatever his it's, name it's, is. It's Alvin, voiced by that Christopher Beza, whatever the one guy from class. The um, oh my gosh, super bad. No, not super McLovin? bad. McLovin. Yeah, yeah, McLovin. 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 And I just, it's just funny because I, I like the way it kind of pans back and forth between the two and. <laughs> He's in there talking to the guy, and and he's in there talking to uh, Mr. Pendergast, who is voiced by yes. Goodman. Oh, I was going to see if Eric would fill that in. John Goodman. Yes, oh. John Goodman. Yeah. Um. 
And I just, I just love the whole like he's sitting there and he's like, "What a, what a doofus!" And what is he doing? And and just how they play it off when the, you know, when the ghost goes away and it blows the bathroom door off, and he's like, "Whoa, I wouldn't go in there." I mean, it just, it was just cute. It was funny, <laughs> and um, I thought that scene was really, really fun. I there is a lot of really good humor done in this, yes. and I really enjoy. Um, the part where they're having to drive uh, Norman and the um, and the one like leader of the pilgrim or the that the they're sitting in the back seat. Well, it's it's the mom and the dad yelling back and forth at each other like it's a road trip. The fact that they're going like two miles an hour, <laughs> just the just the petty childishness of everything in that is just really well well written. There's a part also later on that I really enjoyed, and I'll and I'll give it back to Eric in a second, um, where they're they're all standing together in front of the town hall, and it's and it's a very serious moment, like it's a serious moment, and um, and they're all sitting there, and Courtney did her whole like speech in front of everyone, his sister to you know get everyone motivated. And then they're all grabbing hands, and then Alvin's character comes up, <laughs> and she goes hand after it did like the like you you that you couldn't see it on camera, but you saw her move, and she goes, "I said my hand," and obviously implying he grabbed like there's there's adult humor and adult yes. jokes in here, but they're so well done that if you don't know what they're getting at, it it goes completely over kids' heads. Uh, Eric. During during the scene that you were talking about where they're driving two miles per hour and it's like the mom and the dad are in the front, there's a sign for a place called called the Witchy Wiener and the W <laughs> the W in front of which goes out so it says the, the Itchy Wiener. <laughs> and I I was cracking up. I was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, that one that was like a little more overt than some of the other jokes, but it was I was like, whoa, they they went there. <laughs> I laughed. I liked it a lot. Um, there are a lot of really good moments. I loved you. You all have pointed out some really good ones so far. I loved when the zombies like first come to town and everyone realizes they're there and um, every it, it. But like the zombies are just like not doing anything and everyone is just going nuts attacking them. I just thought that was like really funny how everyone was freaking out like they were the the, the zombies were the monsters, but they were the ones just like like the one is like shaking his the leg. The girl's like biting his leg and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I just thought that was a funny bit. Um, I love the scene when he does what, and I can't remember the the girl who was kind of like the bad guy, quote unquote, the the little girl from the oh, past Agatha. who's going to death. It, Agatha, it was yes. Agatha. <laughs> it was Agatha all along. Yep. <laughs> um, I love the scene when they finally meet and they're like in the woods, and it's not. It doesn't have that. It has compared oh, to the rest of the movie. It has yeah. like a very starkly different because the movie had a very set palette. And this was so different, like it was so bright and kind of like there was some like pastels, some really rich colors, as opposed to like the very like off kilter, spooky kind of lighting and everything. So I just thought that was a really and everything was really bright, like it wasn't really harsh shadows. Uh, it was a very bright scene, which is very uh, a very big contrast compared to the rest of the movie. So I really liked that scene. I mean, the animation overall throughout I thought was really gorgeous, and I loved the everything. Kind of had a real like. 
kind of like there were no straight lines like everything was kind of like slanted or tilted mm-hmm. or whatever but that scene in particular i thought was a nice contrast because the trees they made them look very realistic and it, it contrasted it was another thing that i thought that just contrasted really well with the movie and made it stick out i like it i i like i said the 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 claymation the, the stop motion everything with this i think they did a phenomenal job i i will get later to a very issue i have with 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 where 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 this landed with as we said earlier what did it go up against and everything um but no i mean i i think this is a great story it's got a group of kids it's got the the thing it thing that's funny is there's like a fake out wrap-up to the movie there's like a part where you think it's gonna end there and it doesn't and then there's more of the movie still left like where you think he's he's climbing the tower he's gonna you know, and everything's going to end there, but there's like 30 to 40 minutes still left of the movie. So I like that it had that yeah. fake out there. Cause it, it, cause then that's when it was revealed, like why these zombies quote unquote are, are wandering around and everything. Also when, when the zombies invade, I think one of the better jokes is the guy waiting on his chips to fall out of the machine. <laughs> like he keeps looking back and forth at the, at like the zombies approaching where his chips are. And he finally runs off. And runs back to grab them <laughs> while screaming. Greasy pieces. Yeah. Um, well, and I think another another funny part is just the very very beginning of the movie, where oh, where, where it's like the F level film. Yes, and and <laughs> she's standing there and she's screaming and the zombies coming towards her, and then she was like, "Uh, this is taking forever." And she looks over at the camera and was like, "What is going on?" turns back and screams again and, i mean is that i thought that was just a great way to start the kind of the tone of the film um, well it yeah. also she bats away a mic a boom mic too yes. falls in <laughs> um so eric seeing this for the first time how long before you noticed his grandmother was dead or a go- sorry a ghost I mean, honestly, I didn't really pay attention. I was, I it was right when his dad said it. Like the whole time, I just thought he was having a conversation with his grandmother. I didn't really think anything of it. And then it was when he went in and made that revelation, or when he said that, and then I was like, oh, oh. And then I, I need to go back and watch it again because the ghosts in that movie all kind of had that kind of green glow around them. I need yeah. to go back and see if I, if I noticed it was there, or if I was just thinking it was like a weird stylistic choice or whatever. She's vaguely see-through like very subtly in that scene as she see through. But since I knew it was there, I was looking for it this time because it took me, I think first time watching it until he goes in and says something that it, it, it that she was actually dead. Um, Ellie, what about you? How long did it before the grandmother? You knew the grandmother was a ghost. I didn't know until um, when I, the first time I watched it. I didn't know until it went back there after he talked to his dad. Yeah, I I missed it too. I I mean I like I said I didn't catch it, but it's it's subtle stuff like that and stuff that I think makes this a phenomenally good movie. Like I said, well written, well animated, and like I I just I I love. Like, uh, and I feel like they need to get more credit than what they get. And I know they, they get a lot, but I'm like, they've done some phenomenal stuff. And mm-hmm. I want to go back and rewatch Coraline. I need to watch Kuba and this two strings. Box Trolls, I have no clue about. That's like one that's out there. And um, as I said, Missing Link, I feel is drastically under, underappreciated. But here's something I want to throw out at you guys real quick. Okay. 
Academy Awards. We all can flash back to the 85th Academy Awards in 2012. Eric, do you remember what was um, on the ballot that year for animated movies? Um, Wreck-It Ralph would have been on there. You're correct so far. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I'm trying to think if there was a Pixar movie that year. Was there? Is is that a Pixar movie? What? That one. Is it? I feel like it. Oh man, I just clicked on it. it yes. Is it brave? Yes. Is yes, it brave? Yes. 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 So it's Wreck It Ralph, Brave, and if you can get, well, I mean, obviously, Paranorman is one of them. But there's two more, and if you can get these two, I'd be very shocked. <laughs> Because I usually follow the animated categories. Is one the um, huh? I feel like is one of them an anime? No, actually, okay. I'll give you a quick hint. Okay. The last two are also stop motion. Oh wow! I've never even heard of that one. Um, is, I'll, I'll touch um, on trying... that in a second. Uh, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox wasn't then, was it? Nope. I mean, so, it might have come out that year, but it's not on here. I was like, I've heard of the other one. Yeah. The one that starts with Of course you've heard of the F. other one. Once you say their names, I'll be like, oh, that was that year. Maybe, possibly. Frank and Wiener. Yep. Okay, I remember Frank and Wiener. I remember that. I remember, I remember Frank and Wiener. Frank and Wiener. Because that, uh, that, uh, that was Tim Burton. Yes, it was. Yep. Uh, and the Pirates, a band of misfits. <laughs> Also known yes. as pi- pirate, the pirates in an adventure with scientists. Because if I'm not mistaken, there's that gif of the kind of bored-looking monkey, yeah, doing the rim shot that a lot of people use. I, I think that's from that movie. Uh, this one is also done by the animation studio. If I'm reading this correctly, that does the Wallace and Gro- that did Wallace and Gromit. Art Ardman. Yes, Ardman Animation. So, really big year for stop motion. Yeah. Um, it really is. That's crazy. Uh, I have not seen this Pirates one, but I want to see it now. Uh, do you remember what won that year? Did. Was it Wreck It Ralph? Nope. Was it. The, well, then it was Brave, I guess. Yep. Brave yeah. won. I was going to. I was going to say, pretty much every year, no matter what gets nominated, it usually goes to a Disney or a Pixar movie, with the exception of that one time that Spirited Away won, which I think was like the very first animated feature year. Uh, hold on, I am looking, and... I'm fairly certain that that won second. that year, and then I... It was second year that it was that animation was featured. First year was in 2001. <laughs> so Shrek won that year, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yes, yes <laughs> I remember that because I remember it was up against uh, Monsters, Inc. Yep. And a lot of people thought it was going to be Monsters, Inc. And I don't remember what else was nominated that year, but a lot of people were like, oh, it's going to be that. And it was like, oh, my God, Shrek won. And Jimmy then, Neutron right. Boy Genius, by oh the way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, Spirited Away won over Ice Age, Lilo and Stitch, Spirit Stallion, the Spirit Stallion movie, and Treasure Planet, which I would love to do an episode oh, on. That I is a love Treasure Planet. That is a drastically underrated oh. movie, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's that's one I've always wanted to see, and I'm not. So this that would be the perfect oh, excuse to uh, to do it. And I've never seen Spirited Away, even though I have a affinity for those for that studio and everything. I've never seen Spirited Away, so oh, it's so good. There's my reveals. Um, 
controversial statement, throwing it out there, Brave should have lost that year. I still have not seen Brave. I've never seen Brave. How have, how have I've... I've seen Brave? And you haven't, Ellie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Eric, not... I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at Ellie. <laughs> I've never watched that one. It's like one of the few Pixar movies I haven't seen. And I, it, honestly, as popular as it, it seems to be, I don't think I've ever talked to one person who's been like, you know what? I really like Brave. Yeah, I don't... It's, <laughs> it's there. It's, the story's not bad. Not, there, there's nothing drastically awful about it. It's just by comparison, I feel like... Wreck-It Ralph or Paranorman should have won it over that. Um, oh, for sure. Frank and Weenie, I've, I've stated my opinion of Tim Burton. There's after a certain point, I just don't care. And this it's is a it. wrong opinion, but... It's a very right opinion. Name name <laughs> something good he's done that doesn't have Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, crap. Everyone's going to say Batman. Okay. Baby's Big Adventure, <laughs> my favorite movie of all time. Fair enough. Um... <laughs> But no, I mean that this was a solid year for apparently stop motion animation, and also a solid. I mean that's a that's kind of a tough crowd, not as tough as the following year because I mean, Eric, you want to take a wild guess what won in two thousand thirteen? Um, I, I just like picking his brain sometimes. I know it's fun because <laughs> I because like I said, I do follow that uh, the animation stuff. Uh, two thousand thirteen would have been hmm. was it a Disney or Pixar movie it was a Disney movie oh am I going to have to let it go yes you're going to have to let it go <laughs> and I will state my controversial opinion I hate Big Frozen's garbage ooh uh, wouldn't say yeah. that out loud in this household. Uh, Ellie, what did one of our daughters <laughs> a- actually in true form? Um, we have our Halloween costumes picked out for, for... the babies. I, well, I've got mine done too. I know I don't have mine yet. Uh, would you like to state there? They they picked out theirs, and um, Eric, I, I you might not be allowed in this household after this statement. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so Quinn, of course, wants to be Elsa. Yep. Okay. But Liara is going to be Alex with the diamond armor from Minecraft. Okay, I was about to say I don't. I thought you were going to say Steve, but apparently it's Alex. That's pretty cool. Well, and she the before she found that one though, it was a strong vote for a Spider-Man costume with the built-in muscles. <laughs> that's awesome i that's, love our children that's what she was looking at but then when she saw the minecraft diamond armor it was all over so why did you not convince her to be batman for my costume because it would go great with mine they didn't have any they really didn't have anything they had tons of spider-man stuff so apparently not popular uh i am yeah. going to be dressed up as bane from uh the dark knight rises I got the costume, got the mask. I think it's gonna. I think I'm gonna be able to pull it off. Got the get getting uh, muscles and everything. And he likes to walk outside and help me with groceries with it on and scare the neighbors. Oh yes, the first day I got it on, I walked outside. I was like, "What are you doing?" Oh and I'm like gosh. showing off an amazing costume. <laughs> um, also, I, I I use free weights, so my so my deltoids look good. Wow. By the way, great line in that movie with the. Uh, oh my yes. gosh, must use free weights. Yeah. Oh, you can you can test me. I've never used any. 
Um, like, like I said, there. Sorry, jumping back to Paranorman now. There's a lot of great stuff in that movie, joke wise and everything, for all ages. Um, also, this is something interesting. According to Wikipedia, this is this, this is something I don't know if you all caught. Um, the I'm, I'm reading from Wikipedia here. Um, the film has drawn attention for the revelation in its final scene that a supporting character named Mitch is actually gay, making him the first yep. openly gay character in a mainstream animated film. Well, I don't want to give them too much credit, to be honest, because they literally just threw it right at the end. If you watch it and you yeah. know that that's there, like, uh, Courtney's throwing a, throwing herself at him the entire time, and he is... Yeah, but he is completely uninterested but, the entire time. But unless you knew the ending and you knew that, you wouldn't know he is was acting like the typical just airhead do- jock too. Though that's what yeah. I'm saying. So I mean, it's not that obvious, it, and it can go. You can interpret it. To but a, once, but once ways. it's put out there, it, it is there. Um, also, in 2013, Paranorman was the first ever PG-rated movie to be nominated by GLAAD for its annual GLAAD Media Award. Okay. It did lose, though, that that year to uh, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. So, I've never seen that one. I don't know. I just want to point that out because I said it's something to where if you're not paying attention, like, you might miss that part in the movie. But then if you know it's there, watching it again, it's kind of obvious that he's like, that she's, he's not interested in her whatsoever. So, I just thought that was interesting uh, to throw out there real quick. Um, I was about to say, I, I highly recommend this movie to anybody. Like, I will preach mm-hmm. this movie insta- quickly to anybody around this time of year, especially if it's streaming, which it is on Netflix. Uh, use code Zygnus at checkout on Netflix and they'll ask you, <laughs> what are you trying to do? Because I don't think Netflix uses codes, but if we get enough groundswell, maybe we could get a code out there. Um, Eric, I'm going to ask you this now. Um, would you recommend this to anybody, yay or nay? Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Awesome movie. Whether it's- you're a cat kids or you are an adult and have no kids, I recommend it all right but i would say this if you had to recommend one thing on um one thing this week to somebody on netflix what would it be would it be this no squid game (laughs) (laughs) you would would you recommend this to anybody if i was going off of just this week no 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 no, no. I'm, i'm saying would you recommend paranorman to anybody well yes but if you're talking about now if you had to recommend something from Netflix to anybody this week, what would it be? Squid Games. And is now, now someone going to ask me the question? Hey, um, hey, Zinger. Yeah. I think you should really check out Squid Games. Okay. Um, no, that's not that's not the question. Eric, go ahead. Hey, Zinger. What would you recommend someone this week watch on the Netflix? Um, well, I'd recommend you watch Seinfeld. But um, if you've already seen Seinfeld enough, uh, I guess check out Paranorman. I'll watch Squid Games at some point. I can feel you. Eric's not even in the room. I can feel him judging me. Ellie, you are sitting right here and judging me. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you. Um, I, okay, okay, fine. I'll, I'll throw this out there. What's the appeal of this show again? Well, I, I, we can't I really tell games. you until you, until you, uh, we can't really tell you until you see it because it's spoilers. Ugh. Well, you know what it's the Splatoon, funny thing it's is? It's Splatoon the game. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you, you, you mean you mean Splatoon the show? The show. Okay, yeah, perfect, yeah, yeah. awesome. I'm on board then. So, um, let's just put it this way: it is so big and so popular out there that our five and six year old. You shouldn't be letting him watch this. Um, no, I don't let him watch the like. I just have it, uh, I pause it when I, you can tell, this show's very obvious, you can tell when something's coming. Um, so they just have been around when it's just some of the normal part of the show, A so Big quotation fingers, apparently. Um, but anybody out there that knows what Roblox is? Um, Eric, can you put your hand down? Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, Roblox kind of is... I would say, like, their age, five, six, all the way up to probably, like, mid-teen, I would say, ish. But it's okay. just an online site where they have a bunch of different games. Some of them are more for younger audiences. Some of them are for older audiences. But they are um, very into the newest trends. Um, and so... <laughs> They actually have a couple games in Roblox, which is based off of some of the games in the Squid Games. So, our daughters sometimes watch this YouTubers. Uh, they're called Lanky Box, and they mm. actually do everything that not is not sponsored. No, but they do everything very um, kid friendly. Like, so even if it's something violent, they do it to where it's it's okay for all audiences, kind of thing. But. It was funny. I actually did not know about Squid Games until our two daughters started going red light, green light, and was, <laughs> and then they were humming the like the tune that's in the show. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about, red light, green light? And and then you know they say because in um, Roblox um, they say if someone dies they say they oofed. Um, I guess to that's it, where that originated. Yes, from. it comes from Roblox, and so Quinn was like, "Yeah, mommy, there's this game, and and they play red light, green light, and there's this weird robot chick, and then they oof." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And so then I looked into it, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so it's really embarrassing that our five and six year old knew about Squid Games before I did. So. Uh, I, people will not stop talking about it at work. And then I come home to everyone talking about it. Then yeah. Eric starts talking about it. I'm like, well, this is going to be one of those things. I just need Rob oh. to start talking about it. And it will be officially. Oh, yeah. It would be the, the hot thing if Rob talks about it. It would be because he, he is even worse than me when it comes to being, <laughs> um, what is it, pedantic about stuff. Well, it is everywhere. It's on TikTok. It's all over the internet. It's on Roblox children's most, games. So. Most of my memes are referring to this. So I'm like, I don't get it. Well, and I would have come across it in, eventually anyway, because I do usually um, peruse the top 10. You know, Netflix always has their like top 10 watched um, 
when when you're if you're ever on Netflix and you're streaming, one of the categories is they'll have their top ten, and I do always look through there because I do like a lot of the stuff that they have, especially their original things. Um, so yeah, it it is on their top ten, so that's one of the reasons I I kind of checked it out too. So, but it's it's definitely right up my alley. I love it so far. Eric, what made you go to it? Why inadvertently do something else in the background? Uh, well, you know, I uh, a lot of people who've been watching it. Uh, our buddy Goobs was the first person who I remember uh, saying he watched it, like the day it came out, and I hadn't heard about it, about it upcoming or anything like that. He just was like, "Oh, this new show's on; it's great." And then I just saw more and more people talking about it online, and I was like, "You know what?" And then I read kind of what it was about, and I was like, "Oh, it kind of sounds like Battle Royale or yep. Hunger Games yeah. or whatever." Yeah. So, so I was like, and I and I was like, "Those are awesome." So maybe I'll give this a try. And so I just was like, "I watched the first episode." I mean, it it, it just took me from there. So um, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yep. Well, um, as it's a Netflix original, does it feature a depressed horse? Um, yes. I okay. haven't been through the whole thing, so, you know, Cause spoiler it, alert. Because if there's the depressed horse, <laughs> I'm I'm totally in, and other Netflix original things, which, it's weird now, like, Netflix has done this flip-flop to where, like, it used to be, like, there was a few Netflix originals, now it's just oh. mostly Netflix originals. Well, and see, And anime. Well, I was gonna say, too, yes, they've really gone into that realm, but, um... I highly, highly recommend, uh, and some people don't like this stuff, but they have a lot of different countries, um, dub shows, and it's, some people complain they don't like to watch it because the mouth doesn't, you know, it doesn't match, and it doesn't, but they do have, like, um, there's rain, um, and there, there are a lot of really good wonderful shows being done by other countries that I am very fortunate to have Netflix to be able to, you know, be um, able to, to see some of that stuff. And so there are a lot of yeah. really, really cool ones there that I, I love. I will say I did watch, I don't know how you're watching it, Allie, but I did the original language with subtitles. I listened to like five minutes of the, uh, of the English dub and I was like, Oh my God, this is horrible voice. Act. <laughs> so it is, it's really bad, but I, my first run through, I have to do it in English. Cause I'm like, I don't have time to like completely stare at the screen. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was going to say that you, that's the thing. When you watch subtitles, you have to right exactly. Watch. Like you can't. It's not something you can just have on in the background because you will absolutely miss it. So I I get that. But if you get the chance, I I highly recommend doing the because someone was saying apparently the to make the actual words fit, there are a lot of mistranslations and oh. stuff like that. I mean, I don't think it changes the overall thing, but someone. Okay. I've seen some people online say like, oh, they kind of like did a disservice. Or there was one scene I saw where the tone that the voice actor did, um, it was just like completely not the tone from that scene. I was like, oh my God, they made that scene actually like really funny. And it was a very serious scene. Oh, wow. Like, what the heck? Okay. Like, it, like it changed the tone. So people have said like the voice directing was kind of not the best, but... I, but you're not gonna lose. I mean, you'll you'll still get the full like you'll you'll find out what's going on. It's just I think it's some more some more detail and subtleties that kind of um, have made a difference. So I was fortunately able to sit and, and watch it with with subtitles. So uh, I thought the original cast did a really good job. 
Awesome. Yeah, I definitely want to check it. And I want to do the same thing with Star Wars Visions that I just recently watched. I watched them with English, but I want to go back and actually watch them subtitles. So, Yeah. Get a whole different voice cast with that one. Um, yep. yep. All right. On that note, um, I guess this wraps up today's episode of Paranorman with a dash of um, calamari games. <laughs> involved i you know what i should make a ton of calamari and then eat it while watching this and be like i don't get it is is there actually you know what don't don't even answer that i was gonna be like is there actually squids involved in this at all but i'm like don't don't answer i don't want that ruined i'm gonna be sitting there the whole time confused oh no i wasn't gonna ruin it's just basically the very first like two minutes of the first episode they well you'll see it's it's if actually it. a, it's actually a a kid game too there and they kind of yeah you'll see it's interesting fascinating mm-hmm. uh, Eric where can people find more from you you can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlogberg all right you can find Zygnus wherever you find great podcasts so we'll be back next time with another spooky ooky topic uh, actually next time we'll be um Phil Rude will be on. Yes. Yeah, Treehouse of Horror um, 2? Yeah, we're at 2 now. Yes. All right, well, there'll be that. So, um, Ellie. Yeah. We'll see you in two weeks. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs>